Super Swag Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Swag Podcast. This is episode 94. Welcome back. Uh, today, what are we doing today? We 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 do a lot. We uh, do a lot today. We start just kind of. I don't even know what we started talking about. And then we, fucking hell, we we were kind of all over the place. Um, but our main shit. Uh, we we started talking primarily about uh, movies that we wish we could have seen that were either canceled or never made. Period. Yes, you got a lot of good ones in there. And then we started somehow getting into. Uh, cases of murder by celebrities, essentially. Yeah, and CTE and Lululemon and <laughs> Lululemon. I mean, I can understand why because the prices are so high. Like, I mean, it's like <laughs> the man. prices are killer, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's an all over the place kind of episode, but it's fun. Yes. So please. <laughs> it's ironic. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Well, him and Vince McMahon. Oh, 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 I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's ironic. That is ironic. Ironic and iconic. <laughs> Make me tighten up. <laughs> oh, I remember those commercials when we were kids. The tighten up commercials. I don't. They were. I don't even know what the fuck it was. It was like call one eight hundred tighten up. Fucking, I, was that the carrot top commercials? Pretty sure it was. I think so. I wonder they have like a clip on YouTube. I'm, I'm sure they do. One eight hundred tighten up. Back before carrot, back before carrot top was fucking jacked to the gills. He looks weird though at the same time. He it's looks like, so strange. He looked even stranger once he actually got big. He's yeah. not as big now, but holy shit. I actually listened to him on a podcast with Joe Rogan, and he was talking about why he got so big. He's like, I wasn't big into like the party scene or anything, and my alternative was go to the gym. He's like, so I just went to the gym all the fucking time. It's like people always thought I was on stuff, but no, it was Can't just the it. only thing I could do. Yeah. He's like, so it just worked for him. Fucking i I'm like, hey, it's one way to do it better, but at the same time, like... He looked fucking insane. Oh, it blew my mind the first time. I was like, that's not him. Yeah, it was wild, dude. Let's see. Uh... Oh! Remember those? Yeah. All right, I got to figure out what the fucking Carrot Top commercials were. Because if it wasn't Tighten Up, I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, no, it was AT&T. All right, nothing but... Girl, sorry. Well, I guess I'm not going to the NBA All-Star shootout anytime soon. 
But you could. That's because the more collect calls you make with 1-800-C-A-L-L-A-T-T, the more chances you have to enter and win a trip or two to NBA All-Star 2003. Well, this wasn't the only one. Like okay. He had a bunch, like a series of them. Like, it was wild back in the day. I don't even think of him as a comedian, but like, dude, look how fucking just jacked he was. It's fucking insane. I don't know what's up with his face, though. I don't either. <laughs> it looks like he was trying to smile or something during that, but even like that uh, picture he has, he, he looks weird with facial hair. Yeah, it just uh, he looks like a like he. I don't know. It's just wild. It's a wild time to be alive. It is, it is indeed. It is. Oh, man. It's. Uh, I've listened to a lot of Joe Rogan, like a lot of fucking Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot of him less lately, um, but I used to, like, especially when I drove trash truck, I didn't have, when I would run out of shit to listen to, I'd just go to, like, random fucking Joe Rogan podcast and be like, all right, this is what I'm doing today. Like when I'd run out of audio books and all that other oh, shit. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, I've been listening to a lot that are about DMT and how like psychedelics are related or could be related to like, uh, the founding of like religions and mm-hmm. Christianity. And also Atlantis, there was an episode I was listening to about, he was talking, I forget who the guy he was talking to, but you were talking about Atlantis. Hmm. That'd be interesting. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I have listened to him talk about DMT a lot of times. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't for him, I don't know if I'd want to do it. That's one of the few that I'm actually like decently interested in, but still fucking terrified about. I'm terrified of it. I, I'm, I'm going to try it for sure. Well, let me know. Yeah. Cause I'll they set up a weekend. It only lasts 15 minutes. Yeah. And um, he said it's like super terrifying when you get into it, but you can't fight it either. Because if you fight it, then it might oh. fuck you up. Oh. Um, so you gotta, yeah. You see, instead you see a bunch of beings and you hear voices talking to you. And I know he like, said he um, had those like jesters telling yeah. him, "Fuck you, fuck you, he fuck every, you." He says that every time he talks <laughs> about it. Because I guess that was like he was taking himself too seriously, so they were mocking him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, we know what I would see. Yeah, it's insane. And he said like, that's like people who have like near death experiences. They see the same shit you see while you're on DMT. Yeah, because it's it's a chemical that your body makes up yeah. all the time, but mm-hmm. we experience it in such like minute doses that there's uh, one that he actually did this past week where he was talking to a guy who's like an expert on DMT, and he's like, honestly, that's how a lot of people think we even perceive the world is only because we have constant DMT running through us. Yeah, so like. If we didn't, would anything exist? It's kind of a fucking wild thought. It's a wild thought. And I guess like a little bit is released when you're born. And a little bit's released when you dream. That's why you dream mm-hmm. and see the shit. Because you know sometimes when you're dreaming, you feel like it's like real. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. the ones where you like feel like you're jumping out of your skin and you have to wake up because you feel like you're falling. Yeah, where you like jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so that's DM where I had one of those. and I didn't <laughs> What de- death looks like or what happened after death in a way. I I would agree with that. Yeah. It also makes you wonder, like... I, I don't know. We, we kind of got into that last week, but it, it yeah, really bit. makes you wonder what, like, an afterlife would be because of that. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't know how... Where would you even get it? 
According to him, it's readily available. But I'm like, where? I know where to get it. Okay. That wouldn't be the issue. Okay, cool. cool. I'd still be terrified. <laughs> yeah, you obviously need one person not on it because you need a, they call it a trip sitter. Yeah. Kind of like a control. Yeah. Because like, when you, when you take your fucking, you can't, you can't be woken up or anything. Yeah. You're fucking gone. <laughs> That's scary too. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. That would be just one of those things. Honestly, I'm, I'm not so much worried about the trip itself, mm. but more of how I would come out of it and how my worldview would change. And I don't know. I don't know how good it would be for me. Might come up with some crazy shit because according to, according to him, like DMT is like the and psychedelics in general is like the cause of like the major inventions and shit. I mean, it'd be nice to get past that hump. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. It's it's definitely scary. Yeah, but it is the that and maybe mushrooms, acid. I don't know if I even want to touch just because it, it's not, for lack of a better word, like pure and or like natural. And I think acid is more like just vibes mm-hmm. and DMT is an experience and shrooms. I've heard shrooms is an experience too. Yeah. You learn shit from that too. Yeah. Th- those are like the two that I'd be willing to do. Yeah. Other than weed and alcohol. And even then kind of going off of the alcohol thing for the most part, which is kind of sad now that I own half of a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like as soon as I got that, I was like, I don't even want to drink anymore. <laughs> There's just so much of it. And you have to fucking like... Every day that reps come in, you have to sit there and taste it. And it's just like, it's not even fun anymore. You have to taste everything? Not have to, but like, if you want to be able to recommend shit, most of the time they'll be like, hey, taste this so we can bring it in and you can kind of hand sell it basically. So if you don't, you kind of fuck up your own chances of selling shit. Well, can't you? (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. Like, it is nice to like be able to like actually like know what you're talking about. And even then, like, I try to leave most of that to my dad. I'm like, I'm just going to go chill in the cooler and, like, work. Because this shit drives me insane. Yeah. But one day I'll get out. How long are the shifts? Like, an eight-hour shift? Roughly. Okay. I, I've done longer. I A lot longer. Like, I've done open to close before, but it's only, like, 14 hours. What do you do? Just stand there? Uh, So what I do is I try to... I really do just try to stay in the cooler all day and, like, restock as much as possible or restock the shelves um just because it makes time go by faster yeah and i from my old jobs i fucking hate talking to people mm-hmm. i just i sat in a truck by myself for four and a half years That's probably why i hate talking to people unless they're people i have like a relationship with like like you or like nate or my wife <laughs> but even then i talk to you guys more than i talk to my wife just because like i don't see you guys every day yeah it's a lot different <laughs> yeah i actually have some shit i could say to you whereas like i've told my wife the same thing 30 times today <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's a little different right but yeah even with customers half the time i just i feel like i'm on a constant repeat of what i'm saying like hi how are you doing today good how are you good how are you good how are you like it's just i I hate feeling fake and like i'm just running on a fucking treadmill yeah but still better than my old job but still right yeah i'd probably lose my mind if i had to like 
stay at the counter or something all day yeah if you're confined to that nice thing is we do have other uh, another employee well two other employees and one of them's there like five days of the week and he'll take extra shifts just to help out and stuff so he'll man the register most of the time while i'm doing other shit because he he loves talking yeah getting him to stop is almost impossible (laughs) and half the time i feel bad because i'm like he's a really nice guy i'll talk to him and i'll try to like make conversation with him but like after a while of like talking about stuff you're not interested in you just kind of gloss over and then i feel like an asshole because i like didn't catch half of what he said yeah i get that there's some people at work that are like that i'm just like I keep going and then they follow you talking if you want to try to walk away. And you're oh, like, yeah. Oh. For sure. Yeah. It's definitely rough. But it, it it's this job is like one of the biggest like just changes overall. Like I, I prefer physical labor yeah. to desk or register work. It just drives me absolutely insane. Yeah. I wasn't built for it. Right. <laughs> attention span alone Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work i do want an office job though i think to try it out i see i never have tried a office job i just feel like it would be i feel like it would feel like it takes forever because like you don't have enough to distract you if that makes sense true whereas like when you're doing manual labor like the movement itself is like enough to distract you half the time yeah, and now that I think about it, I've done manual labor almost the whole time I've been working, basically. Yeah. Other than, like, Office Depot. And, well, the Chico's was kind of, like, moving around a oh, lot, Oh, it was too. a lot of moving. That was a lot of running. Right. Yeah, after that, it was just AutoNation and uh, American Furniture, which were both manual labor. Jobs. Yeah. Well, and that's the one thing. Like, time at, like, restaurants Yeah. doesn't feel like you have enough of it because everything's just boom, 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 yep. boom, boom, boom. Like, you don't have time to breathe half the time. Yeah. Especially on like uh, Valentine's Day, that was Fuck. a fucking nightmare. I was happy the second Valentine's Day I was there. I didn't have to do shit. All I had to do was just take food to tables. Oh, that's, that's all I had all. to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was. I only worked one Valentine's Day, and that was a fucking nightmare. It might have been that one. And I liked Patty because I was working with her that yeah. night. But dude, just the stress level was bananas yep and people yelling and fucking just i think that was one of the nights that nate o'leary went off on somebody in the kitchen and yeah because i remember uh, he dropped a bunch of salads <laughs> he was going up the stairs and then boom just the shit and he goes and throws the list and he's like make these fucking salads and i'm like all right i remember that <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I love that guy but it was hilarious yeah <sighs> he's a character yeah i remember i saw a chick like it was a, it wasn't Valentine's Day, but it was like some big party upstairs in the second floor, and this chick was like drunk as fuck, like with a glass of wine walking in front of me, and all of a sudden she just face plants, oh. boom, and she didn't move, she just laid there. The uh, worst night I ever had there, I ended up leaving early because I was just like my, I had a, I have a lot of uh, alcohol issues in my family. And it, it, there was one night we had this guy come in and he was already pretty sloshed. And for some reason, whoever was working the bar kept serving him, kept oh, serving him. This is the guy who hit his head in the ground? And fucking blood everywhere. Yeah. I, after I 
helps clean it up and shit. I was like, I need to go. Like, I could smell the iron in his blood. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's fucking... I was just like, I can't be here tonight. Like, this, this event specifically, like, it just, I've been having a lot of anxiety. Like, I gotta go. You triggered something? Yeah. <laughs> that was the only time I've ever left work for something like that. But it was just fucking... That was hard for me. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't I didn't clean it up, I don't think, but I kind of saw yeah. what happened. That, night. that, was that one was wild. And we had the ambulance come in. And You know what's crazy is because they kept serving him alcohol if that guy wanted to he could have sued the shit out of vittorio and taken the entire restaurant yeah it's not worth it it's insane yeah like if at our liquor store if we decide to sell to someone who is already visibly drunk we can be on the hook for any damages that they cause during like a dui yeah shitty there oh yeah Speaking a lot of, a lot of sex. Speaking of times. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of sex. What? A lot of sex that she goes. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. For you. <laughs> uh I mean, then again, that is where I was when I met my wife. So maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, but uh Speaking of times is what I was gonna say. How was your week? Uh, my week was a week. Um Trying to think that I didn't really do anything. Nothing no. exciting? No. No? No. Just work? Just work and jerk it off. For working and jerking. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Very nice. Same for you. <laughs> Actually, this week was uh, maybe a little bit more interesting. Uh, a lot of stupid shit. Uh, that I won't talk about, but also my son started kindergarten this week. That's right. And that's been interesting. <laughs> he he loves it though, which yeah. is kind of fascinating because I remember when I went to kindergarten, I fucking hated it. I don't remember kindergarten. I remember it vividly for two different reasons. Uh, one, it was they had us bring a stuffed animal to school. I brought this fucking purple dinosaur pillow thing. And I remember like meeting everybody and then I remember going home afterwards on the bus. My mom was like, Oh, we'll try the bus and see how it works. Uh, we had these like tags that said where we needed to be dropped off and the bus driver didn't read it and just kept driving and everyone else was on the bus. She's like, where do you get off? And she saw the tag and she's like, well, I didn't see anybody there to pick you up. So do you know where like your family lives? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, over here. My grandpa had just gotten surgery <laughs> and he fucking came out hobbling out to come pick me up. And my mom was pissed. She was right behind us in the Kia. And yeah, I don't think I ever rode the bus again. <laughs> At least not until I was in like sixth grade. Damn. Did she go off on the bus driver? Oh, yeah. Unnecessarily. Like, right. I should have just gotten off the bus. Yeah. But. It is what it is. Yeah. White people. White people. Um, Everywhere. Yeah, so it, other than my kids going to school, it's just been a week. Cool. For lack of a better word. Cool. Um, We do have one thing we kind of want to talk about this week. One thing. Movies. One ring to rule them all. That, yes. i.e., Pat Girl. <laughs> Oh fuck! That's yeah. That <laughs> no, was just more recent, and I was actually looking forward to that. I was only looking forward to it for one reason, if I'm honest. I just feel like I'm never going to see Michael Keaton as Batman again because the chances are getting slimmer and slimmer. I, 
I also was excited to see Brandon Fraser as Firefly, though. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, Brendan Fraser. Yes, yes. Brendan, yes, what did I say? You know, that's what you said. Okay. My my brain went to somebody else. To Brandon Routh for some reason. Don't even know who that is. Uh, man. Uh, Superman Returns. Oh, uh, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Two thousand what four? Two thousand six. Six. Okay. Yeah. Six. Yeah. I like him as an actor. I think he's great. He did get saddled with a really shitty script, though. Yes. Because that basically was is technically a sequel to the Christopher Reeves ones. Right? Oh yeah, and dude, like he was a dead ringer for him. Yeah. That would I mean, he it was perfect visually, yeah. but you also had Brian Singer as a director, and that doesn't always. Bode you well. had Kevin Scumbag Spacey. <laughs> that movie's just all the way around tainted now. Yeah, I you, remember seeing it in IMAX. You know yeah. that movie is the only reason that Cyclops died in X Men Three. Yeah, Last Stand. Really? Yeah, because Brian Singer went over and directed Superman Returns instead of Last Stand. And Brett Ratner directed it. He's just come back to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful little circle. Yeah. We're in. And then uh, uh, the dude who plays Cyclops, Tom Mar- Jim, Jim James Marsden. Yeah. Uh, he, Good casting, by the way. Right. He ended up going over and playing Lois Lane's love interest in Superman Returns. Shit, I don't remember that. Yeah. And that's why he maybe had that one scene at the very beginning of X-Men Last Stand. Because he thought he was going to get a sequel. and Yeah. Yeah. And that didn't happen. <laughs> no. We got Man of Steel instead, thankfully. God. <sighs> Man of Steel 2 should be a thing. It won't. Sadly. I know, although apparently there's rumors that WB wants to keep the Trinity together. So the only reason I can even see them keeping Henry Cavill as Superman is Dwayne Johnson, and if he agrees to it, yeah. But it's primarily Dwayne Johnson because they have the same agent. Yeah, you know Dwayne Johnson. He'll fucking he, honestly. It seems like he just gets what he wants. Oh yeah, which is kind of crazy. It. Uh, but his ex-wife is, is his agent. Is his agent and Henry Cavill's. So that's gonna be a big deciding factor. Plus, Henry Cavill has said multiple times that he would stick around. So Yeah, I just feel like if they wait too long, he's gonna get irritated. I would already be, be like, irritated if I was you. him. Yeah. He's he's been twenty thirteen? Yeah. Well and then twenty sixteen. Well but I'm saying but since twenty thirteen. Yeah. Like that's ten years next year. That's fucking wild. Yeah. To not get a sequel for something that started this universe you're building, yeah. it's kind of bullshit. It's bullshit. And I heard some people on Twitter call BBS a sequel to Man of Steel. I mean, technically, but not really. It's not a Superman movie. It's not, it's more but of a Batman movie. It definitely is. Yeah. Because, yeah, because at the time, Zack Snyder even said in his own words that he wasn't a fan of Superman. I'd still kill for a Ben Affleck Batman movie, though. Like, Solo. Oh, yeah, I'd want that shit. But I'm not going to go fucking like... No, I'd still rather have Robert Pattinson again, though. Yeah, I'm not going to say the crazy shit that Snyder fans do on Twitter yeah. about it. Jesus. Well, they get like one fucking... All that that news that Bruce Wayne's going to be in Aquaman 2. They fucking ran with that. I'm like, good God. Uh, and then... Uh, I also don't know how I feel about him being Batman anymore. He just turned 50. Yeah, at this point, just... Like this yeah, past no. Monday, he turned 50. Which is wild to me. Yeah. I mean, visually, he could still pull it off. 
He, he could, yeah. But I mean, he's going to be too pretentious now with his new wife and all that. <sighs> JF, JF, JF. My name is Jeff. 17, 18, 19, 21, 2. It's been six years since BBS. God. I was childless. I was 21. 21? Good God. Yeah, dude. It was different times back then. Yeah, that's bananas. Yeah, dude. I, I, I remember taking my wife... To go watch BVS, and oh. yeah, me and Dom. It just saw, feels like forever ago. Yeah, we saw an early screening of it like two weeks ahead of time. Damn, I wasn't even married then. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Damn, when did you get married? Twenty seventeen. In M- March fourth of twenty seventeen. Okay. Time's just going by fast. Um. So speaking of movies that we wish got made but never were. What what's probably like one? Of- Let me look down this lid. Okay. Uh, okay, here's one that's like one of the most popular ones. Uh, Tim Burton Superman. Oh, lives. Superman lives. Yeah, with Nick Cage, with long hair. It would be interesting. Yeah, and Brainiac was supposed to be the bad guy. Oh, I got mad because once again, uh, Kevin Smith. This is just real quick. I won't make it take long. Um, there was a TV show that they were developing for uh, HBO Max, and they decided to give Kevin Smith the option to uh, write and direct an episode of it. And it was a bunch of DC heroes, and it was like something adventures, basically like all their like small time, like strange adventures or something like that. Yeah, with all like their small time stuff. So he was going to do a Bizarro story and have Superman show up at the end. And the person who was going to play Bizarro and Superman was going to be Nicolas Cage. Oh, shit. That's twice. He got shafted. He got shafted. Fuck. For a Superman with fucking Nick Cage. Fucking twice. It needs to happen at some point. Well, it's probably getting too close to that. Well, he's voiced Superman now a couple times, but. eh. It's not the same. And and he's voiced the Spider-Man. Yep. Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. That would be just a dope movie by itself. Like live a action. live action oh, Spider-Man yeah. Noir. That'd be sweet. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, so my Superman lives. Um, I don't know who else was cast in the movie. Um, um, if at all. There was talk of Chris Rock playing Jimmy Olsen. That's the only other casting I remember. That would have been interesting. Yeah, it definitely would have been. There, there, there hasn't been enough Jimmy Olsen in the films, period. Especially in BVS. He gets popped. Yeah, immediately. In the dome. <laughs> um, I can tell you what my probably number one pick would be. Okay. And it's it, I think it's a fairly easy one. It's Batman Year One. Oh, yeah, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Yep. Even though I don't agree with a lot of the ways he was going to go, like making Alfred a fucking mechanic. Big L. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, it just doesn't... Changing a lot of what Batman is wouldn't have worked for me. And he wanted Clean Eastwood as Bruce Wayne. Really? Yeah. I didn't know who he had eyed for him. I That's just like knew one that. of the guys. The other one was Joaquin. Really? Yeah. He would have been, what, like in his 20s, 30s? No? Yeah, 20s. 20s? Yeah, because that was, what, 99? Right around there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it had to have been after Requiem for James. So that was, it was like 2001. It would have been 2001, yeah. Yep. 
Damn, yes, the Joaquin was already big because it was Gladiator before that. I think it was. It was uh, like it was 2000. Yeah, right around there. Yeah, so yeah, Joaquin was that like, I mean, he's still popular, but he was like hitting it big then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I walked the line. Um, can you think of another good one? I fell into a burning, let's see, burning ring of fire. Went down, 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 down to my pants. I was waiting for uh, you to her. fill it in. I thought it was going to happen. Oh, and by the way, that was the suit it was supposed to look like, too. I, I, I think I'm on the same page. Yeah, that have been wild, bro, wild. The tall ears. Yeah, yeah. I still want that in a movie. It'd be interesting, but it would have to. I would want it to be like a long Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the one I'm going to pick is James Cameron Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, that was going to be R-rated. It was going to have a scene where Peter Parker and Mary Jane got it on on top of the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever. That'd be wild. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio was uh, Peter Parker. That's the only one I remember. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be Doc Ock. <laughs> Fucking corny as shit. And uh, I forget who was going to be Mary Jane. I want to say it was Claire Danes. I could be wrong. Let me see. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if you tried to bring fucking what's-her-name from Titanic. Kate Winslet? That would have been good. She's <laughs> right? That would have been good. They were fantastic on screen together. They're also good in a Revolutionary Road together. Uh, we were gonna, who the fuck was going to play? I need Now I need to know who was going to play Mary Jane. I don't know. Let's see. I think the one I'm going to say is actually more disappointing to me than the Batman year one. Here's a full... Okay, here's a full cast list. <clears throat> Do it. Leo. Kevin Spacey as Green Goblin. Norman <laughs> Osborn. <laughs> Nikki Cox as Mary Jane Watson. Who's Nikki Cox? Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, Robert Guglielme as Robbie Robertson. Bill Paxton as the burglar. <laughs> Michael Douglas as J. Joan Jameson. That would be interesting. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn as Mae Parker. I don't know who that is. Lance Hendrickson is Carlton Strand Electro. Wow. Who? Lance Hendrickson. Who's that? He's from AVP. He plays Wayland. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is Doc Ock. Who the fuck is Nikki Cox? That sounds like a porn star name. It does. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I want to look this up on my phone. Damn. Who's that? Oh, her. Who's she? Ah, oh, fuck. What movie is she in? Oof. <sighs> she looks rough now, though. Oh, yeah, she's all Botox. She's one of them. <coughs> all right, you ready for mine? Uh, yes. Justice League Mortal. Ah, fuck! Right. That's like one of the... Man, we were so close to having that. That <sighs> strike didn't happen. That fucking writer strike? Yeah. So stupid. And George Miller, of all people? Damn. God. So you have Army Hammer as Batman. Yep, Cannibal, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I wish he didn't get as much shit as he does, because, like, while it's strange, like, we let people get away with a lot worse. Yeah, that's true. And it's not like he did any crime. He didn't get to. I don't remember who was supposed, I don't remember who was supposed to play Superman, do you? I don't remember his name, but he is in Shazam. Oh, here we go. So, uh, Adam Brody for The Flash. Would Army Hammer is Batman. Yes. Uh, Common is Green Lantern. Which I would have liked then. I wouldn't care for as much now. Yeah. Uh, DJ Katrona as Superman. Who the fuck is that? He's in Shazam. He plays one of the Shazam people that one of the kids turns into. The fat Mexican kid. <laughs> you know what I'm talking so about? So Hispanic Superman. Yeah, his that whoever he turns into that was him. 
He looks way too young, though. He looks like well, 25. He, he's like 40-something now, so back No, then. like in Shazam, he looks like 25. Shazam, yeah. That's fucking wild. Yep. Uh, Megan Gale is Wonder Woman. Who that? I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> I don't know. You say Megan Gay? Megan Gale. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Gay, keep going. Uh, Hugh K's burn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, Hugh K's burn is Martian Manhunter. Hugh K's? Santiago Cabrera is Aquaman. I would buy a, like, Hispanic Aquaman. That, like, that would make sense to me. What's his name? Santiago Cabrera. And Zoe Kassan is uh, Iris Allen. Yeah, he would win Aquaman. I could buy that one. Yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh, the guy oh. who plays Martian Man was going to play Martian Manager. He's in uh, these movies. Especially this oh, one. Mad Max. He's the bad guy. Oh, okay. Well, the that makes sense why Morton he would have brought him with him. Yeah. Um, also, as the villains. You want to hear this shit? This is actually kind of funny. As uh, Maxwell Lord, who's like the goofiest pick you could think of for like a Maxwell Lord kind of character, which is the Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Jim Carrey. Goofier. Goofier? Rob Schneider? That's pretty I, I'd fucking I'd closer goofier. to being on par with that. Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. The dude from This Is The End? And Knocked Up, yeah. Really? What <laughs> the fuck? And then uh, Teresa Palmer is Talia Al Ghul. Ooh, she's kind of fire. Who that? She's in Lights Out. She's the main character, the blonde chick. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. Lights Out, Lights Out. Teresa Palmer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Lights Out is an underrated movie, I feel. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's pretty good. Pretty uh, good. Good. Excuse me. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Megalopolis. Megalopolis. Was that all the cast? Oh uh, yeah, that was all the cast. Okay, now I'm trying to find one. Oh, I'm trying to find one. I'm trying to find. I'm trying one. to find a movie to talk about. <laughs> what? This is one I haven't heard of, but I have to say it as soon as I get a chance. I'm intrigued. All right, ready? Yeah. Sylvester Stallone's version of Poe. An Edgar Allan Poe movie by Stallone. What? So, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so this is just like a little, uh, quick little bio of what it was going to be. So, what fascinates me about Poe is that he was such an iconoclast. What the fuck does that mean? Wasn't he a pedophile? No. No. So, I love Edgar Allan Poe, and I'll give you a little... So, basically, why people think he is strange is because the person who wrote his auto- his biography was, like, one of his, like, biggest enemies. So, you can't guarantee that everything in his biography is actually legitimate, where okay. it says that he married his cousin. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Um... Uh, so Stallone once said, it's a story for every young man or woman who sees themselves a bit as a bit outside of the box or has been ostracized during their life as an oddball or too eccentric. It didn't work for him either. Uh, for years, Stallone has been enthusiastic about directing a film about the writer Poe, writer and poet Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, in fact, in something, it's something Sly's wanted to make since at least 2005. Okay. So uh, he even has a star in mind being Robert Downey Jr., which would be like a perfect casting. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, do you ever watch the uh, the Raven with John Cusack? Uh, no, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's also about Edgar Allan. Did you know the mascot for the Ravens, his name is Poe? Exactly. Because uh, Baltimore was, uh, well, it's where he died. Mm-hmm. It's where he lived. It's where he ejected. Pro- probably multiple times. And his cousin. It's lit. It, it, it lit lit. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Tell your dad I said hi. You mean Uncle Roger? No. No. I what? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. Oh, shit. You got one? I got one. Do it. Halo. Mm. I remember when the Peter Jackson was originally supposed to make this joint. That would make it more interesting. Back in like 2007 is when it was first announced and Dwayne LeCock Johnson was attached to it as Master Chief at one point. I could buy that, but I'm tired of this shit where everybody has to pull off the fucking mask. But I think at that time, he wasn't nearly as big as he's now, so he probably would have kept that shit on. Um, because the show eventually, you know, went through development hell like multiple times. Um, multiple studios, too, even. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, he takes his fucking mask off a lot, I heard. The first fucking episode. Yeah, I'm like, you're not supposed to take the mask off? Like five minutes in. You don't even need to fucking cast a big actor for that role. No. You just need to get a stunt man. And, and have even, the voice from the game. They didn't even get a big name. There was no reason to show his fucking face. Yeah. No. Ugh. Yeah. It, but, bo- it bothers me. But a Peter Jackson Halo movie would have been fucking balls to the wall. Oh, yeah. Um. Let's see what else he said. Oh, did you see, uh, real quick, that he recently did an interview and he said he was jealous of the rest of the world because they were able to watch... Um, the Lord of the Rings, like with fresh eyes and not have it tainted by like the process of making it. So he considered going to like a hypnotist to try to erase his memory of making the film. But then he got talked out of it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Fucking bananas. It's fucking wild. Here's a fucking fact. So Peter Jackson was obviously overseeing it and he recruited Alex Garland to write the screenplay, which Alex Garland directed men. He directed Ex Machina. Ooh. He directed Annihilation. I still want to watch Men. And he wrote all those two. I still want to watch Men. Me too. I still haven't. It looks interesting. Yes. Oh, and he wrote Dread. The, the good Carl one. one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, Neil Blomkamp was set to direct. Wow. That would have been fucking insane. He also was supposed to, okay, that'll be my next one. Never mind. Okay. We'll okay. Um, Roger Avery Sandman. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. As a consolation prize, we did just get that show, and apparently it's really good. I gotta watch it. Uh, John Campia said episode six is like some of the best television he's ever seen in his life. Really? In his life. Well, it, the Sandman comic book, the uh, Neil uh, Neil Gaiman run, yeah. is considered to be one of the best comic books of all time. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like, hands down, people will throw Watchmen out the window for that. And um, also, did you know Jordan, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was interested in making that a long yeah. time ago? He, he was attached. I believe he's the person who was attached to play uh, the Sandman. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to see if it has any of the cast in here, but uh, they put together a screenplay draft in the 90s. Uh, they covered the first two volumes of Game and Sandman. And uh, this Sandman is a basically an origin story of Sandman from the Spider-Man series. 
No. <laughs> no. It's the more like traditional the Sandman. dream guy. Yeah, from like he comes and tries tales. to fuck you in your dreams. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then I think his sister is death. Yeah. So like Something there's like a whole bunch of... At this point, I don't know. It seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot now. It seems like a lot. But he's also a character that's been mostly left alone since Neil Gaiman's run, which is kind of surprising. But yeah, no, I don't really see, other than the uh, uh, rumors about, uh, I can't think of his name now. We just talked, uh, Gor- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Uh, playing him other than that, I, I haven't seen anything else. You got anything else, sir? Uh, yeah, my next one was going to be Alien 5, uh, directed by Neil Blomkamp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of different, like, rumors and like takes of what this movie is going to be uh, i think it was an, it was announced back in like 2015 and it was actually going to happen and there was one set of concept art for it where it looked like the aliens the xenomorphs were like weaponized like okay. they'd have these like devices on their heads so they can be controlled by the military oh as weapons which would have been kind of cool that would fire that would have been interesting yeah and uh Yes, the Gordon Weaver would have been brought back. Um, but yeah, it all fell apart. I forget why, but I think probably really Scott, more than likely. Hmm. But let me see if I can find that concept. Sorry, no more <sighs> weaponized. Ow, my fucking knee! My fucking knee hurts. My fucking Co- knee. Cockney. Have you ever watched In Bruges? No, it sounds in, um, in, 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 um, <laughs> how do you, what's the word for you can't understand? In something. In, in, incoherent? Yeah, incoherent. It's actually a decent film. I don't think it's as good as a lot of people give it credit for because it's a bit out there, but it is good. Okay. The ending is kind of fucking wild. What's the ending? I'm not going to tell you. Are you I'm ever going to watch it? I'm never going to okay. see so, probably. Basically, uh, Oh, I can't think of the guy's, the actor's name. Um, whoa, that's a trip. Um, so, obviously, Colin Farrell is one of the main characters, and then the other guy is the dude who plays Mad-Eye Moody mm-hmm. in Harry Potter. That would be a trippy-ass movie. Yeah. Um, and they're hitmen. Uh-huh. And when they go to kill this priest that they have a hit on, he shoots the priest... And directly behind the priest is a child. And he kills both of them and, like, shoots the kid in the head. And you see it. It's one of the most, like, <sighs> wild things I've ever fucking seen. So then, just fast forward through the movie. Uh, they that's basically... That's the beginning? Yeah, that's that, that's why they're on the run. Like, you find that out maybe, uh, like, 20 minutes in. Um, Colin Farrell and the dude who played Mad-Eye Moody. I can't think of his fucking name. It's... Uh, I know his son was in the last three Star Wars movies. Uh, oh Gleason, yeah, um, Donald Gleason, that's Dom Hall Gleason, Brandon Gleason, yes. Um, so they're on the run. Their boss told them, "Hey, go hide in Bruges," and it's Rafe finds as their boss. He basically comes. He tells him, "Hey, you got to kill Colin Farrell," and he's like, "I'm not gonna do it." So Rafe Fine comes to kill him. And then there's this big old shootout and he basically like drops this hint that, Hey, I'm not going to, uh, he's like, if I were to have killed a kid, I would put a bullet through my own head, 
Well, then they have these like exploding bullets. He shoots this midget through the head and doesn't know that it's not a midget or little person. Uh, And he thinks it's a kid. So he ends up killing himself instead of killing Colin Farrell. This is Mad-Eye Moody? No, this is my old fucking movie. Wow. Spoilers. (laughs) Spoiler alert. For a fucking 20-year-old movie. Yeah, I've never even... You know, I hear about that movie from time to time, but I never think to watch it. I I bought it. If you ever want to watch it, it's on the Xbox. Oh, okay. So it's it's worth a watch, but it's it's out there. For sure. Shit, I gotta find the next one. Find the next one. Oh, wait, you just went. Oh, yeah. Um, Your turn. Excuse me. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. What about... Wasn't there a Quentin Tarantino film that never got made? Star Trek? No, not that one. That doesn't sound interesting. Oh, uh, the Vega Brothers. Yes. Double Vega. Yeah, Double Vega. That one actually did interest me a lot. Yeah. But trying to fit that into continuity would be the issue. Yeah, you can do it. Before. Now you couldn't do it, period. No, yeah, it's too late now. But as they could still love it. Said it before Pulp Fiction. Well, obviously, but before yeah. Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Like, have their, like, like just follow them through, like, one adventure before the, that time. That would be fair. Yeah. You would have literally had to do that, like, 25 years ago. Yeah. Or, I guess not, like, 20 years ago. Honestly, that should have been the movie right after Pulp Fiction. I agree. Instead of Jackie Brown. I mean, I can appreciate Jackie Brown. I just don't like it that much. Well, and you also have the possibility of a Kill Bill 3. You have uh, Maya Hawk as Uma Thurman's daughter in the mm-hmm. movie. And then you have Zendaya as What's-Her-Face's daughter. I can't think Regina of Regina Hall? No. No Regina Hall? Maybe? No. Uh, maybe. No. Maybe. No. No? Can't think of her Vivica, Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. yeah. You have Zendaya as her daughter. That would trying be Trying to get perfect. revenge. That would, be, that would be fucking sweet. That's such a good scene, too. Yeah. Um. Quentin Tarantino had a movie he almost made called Killer Crow. A feature film script he wrote that was carved out of his massive original screenplay for Inglorious Bastards and the original Bastards. Screenplay Brad Pitt's character, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Came across a platoon of black soldiers who are also known, who are also on a mission of revenge. Uh, Tarantino's Killer Crow screenplay centered on his platoon as they attempted to exact revenge on the white officers who screwed them over in the military. That'd have been wild. It would be interesting, but I think I still prefer Inglorious Bastards because that movie is fucking wild. Oh yeah. Um. You got another one? I had one, but I shall see. What about uh? Wasn't there supposed to be a different sequel to Devil's Rejects than Three from Hell at one point? What? I thought there was. Not that I know of. Because Three from Hell really let me down. That was so so. Devil's Rejects is like really grounded and like dirty, and Mm -hmm. and Three from Hell is like you're watching a cartoon. Yeah, I I didn't enjoy it. Like I feel like each of those three movies has uh like a different vibe to it. Whereas like house of a thousand corpses is like straight, like haunted house horror type shit. And that is cartoony too, but 
It's not like the same cartoon. Yeah, it, it felt more like legitimate serial killery. It didn't feel. Oh no, it, it had a much higher creep factor. Yeah, and it just I don't know. It, it fit differently. And then Devil's Rejects was a. It was definitely grounded. It was like a serial killer family on the run, and. I, I don't it just know. Feels like it's real though. Yeah, the, very much uh, necessary. Yes. And then it's unrealistic at the end. Yeah. How do you survive that many gunshots? Oh, 100%. Fuck, I can't find one that's, like, interesting. Edgar Wright's Ant-Man? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that was, like, a big thing. And I do like Paul Rudd's Ant-Man. I just... He hasn't been given enough service. Like, he's definitely not seen as important as the other characters. So apparently Boz Lerman was supposed to make an Alexander the Great movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. I just don't see like Boz Lerman's like directing style fitting that. Like he's definitely more elegant and like wild. Like it fit perfectly with Elvis. Oh yeah. He, he does everything I've seen of Baz Lerman's is like 1920s or like it, it's period pieces but they're very much set in like the flashiest pieces of like the 1900s. He's a flashy guy. You seen the way he dresses normally? No, he just looks like a like. A, well, like yeah, that's why he did the Great Gatsby. That's why he did Moulin Rouge. I've never seen Moulin Rouge. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, uh that, Ewan McGregor, right? Yeah, Ewan yeah. McGregor, Nicole Kidman, um, and then on uh, Elvis, uh, Boz. Who's making the Eminem biopic? Do you think? <laughs> uh, I mean, we're still years removed from it, probably. So it might be a brand new director. Who fucking knows? God, I don't even know who. Can we just all agree to not make documentaries about people again until they're already dead? I don't agree. This with Madonna it. shit is stupid. He's very uh, eccentric, vibrant, bro. Wow. He's very like. Have you give a fuck? Have you heard about the Madonna documentary coming out? Biopic, uh, whatever. Yeah, they just cast a woman. Yeah, but she's like in charge of everything, basically. She has basically the rights to squash any story that they put in. Okay, I can see where that becomes a problem because that's what happened with Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of like, stuff that would have probably been like really critical. Oh, yeah. Like when uh, he smacked E. Barnes. And she's saying, I'm trying to remember the game. I'm like, I don't know. You gonna take advice from somebody that slapped D. Barnes? Yeah. What'd you say, motherfucker? Yeah, but yeah, yeah you run into shit like that. You know, I mean, they kind of brushed over the Priscilla Presley being 10 years younger than Elvis in the movie. Yeah. Also, another movie I would have liked to see is... So there was two different versions of Lovely Bones that were supposed to be made at one point. I like that movie. Um, I'm not going for the one um, that this is saying, Lynn Ramsey's Lovely Bones, because I can't remember who ended up directing it in, in the... Anyways, but... I would have rather seen the version with Ryan Gosling Lynn, as the dad. Lynn Ramsey's would have been darker, I feel. And that, that one was supposed to come out when? The, it came out 2013, I think. Uh, so, yeah, it was supposed to be him directing it. I, Ryan I would, Gosling directed it? No, no, no. Oh, uh, okay. Lynn Ramsey. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm pretty sure Lynn Ramsey is a woman. Let's see. I typed in Lonely Island instead of Lovely Bones. <laughs> it's because the movie on upstairs? Maybe. <laughs> oh, wow. Lovely Bones came out 2009. 
Really? Oh, so so this was supposed to be a remake then, I guess, because it says the eight years Lynn Ramsey spent between 2011's We Need to Talk About Kevin and 2017's, which that math doesn't work, You Were Never Really Here, was made up of a couple projects that went unmade. Yeah, just Lynn Ramsey. Oh, I just assumed it was a guy. <laughs> um, Her movies are dark, bro. Yeah, apparently she was planning on changing a bunch of stuff, so they said no. So Peter Jackson ended up directing the movie. Ah, Peter Jackson. Yeah. The guy who fucking cursed us with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking asshole. But yeah, no, he, you, you do know that story about how he was supposed to play the dad instead of Mark Wahlberg. Ryan Gosling? Uh-huh. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but so he, Ryan Gosling, had read the script and read the book. And in the book, the dad is supposed to be like a little bit heavier and stuff. So he gained weight. He gained a fuck ton of weight. He gained like 30 pounds. And Peter Jackson was pissed. So he fired him and brought in, I believe, Mark Wahlberg. Damn. So I bet Ryan Gosling doesn't want to work with him ever. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But yeah, apparently there was a lot of uh, drama with that. And Mark Wahlberg was decent in that movie. He was decent. I just would rather see Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I would rather see Ryan Gosling in just about every role that he's ever done. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, barring maybe Basketball Diaries, because I love that shit. Could you imagine Ryan Gosling in uh, Boogie Nights? (laughs) (laughs) Wild. At least, I don't think Ryan Gosling would talk shit about the role 20 years later. No. So, at least I could enjoy that bit of it. All right. Because... I don't get how he... How does Mark Wahlberg still have a career? Everybody else is getting canceled, but this man can literally take an Asian guy's eye out in the 90s and still have a sex a successful career Yeah, he's now. had a bunch of like racist uh, accusations against him. Well, because that attack was legitimately racist. Yep. They beat the shit out of him to the point where he lost his eye. Yeah. Like... That's fucking insane. Yep. I mean, it's cool that people can be forgiven and shit, but like, that's egregious. This one seems a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that boggles my mind, like how certain people are able to like escape that and others aren't. Like the, it, it seems sometimes that the people who actually like really do shit kind of get away. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But not Deshaun Watson. I mean, he kind of got away a little bit. I, I thought it was, should have been the a year suspension. The fact that he's even... The word suspension is on the table and not, hey, you're completely banned from the NFL for life. is fucking insane. And you know what's even more fucked about that situation? Calvin Ridley, who's a receiver for the Falcons, he got suspended a whole year for gambling or betting on his own team when he wasn't even playing because he was injured. That's bullshit. Yeah, so he doesn't get to play this whole year. Okay, so he, here's my thing. So, you know how Pete Rose is banned from ever entering the MLB Hall of yeah. Fame because he was betting on his team. And I, I never heard that he bet against his team, but there are people that have said that. I don't know whether that's fact or fiction, but he's banned for that. And you have no influence of what's going on in the game. Even if you are playing, as long as you're betting on your team, there should be no repercussions. Yeah. And this, he, he did one, he made one bet. That's bullshit. But if you fuck with Roger Goodell's money, then you're fucked, apparently. But if you uh, sexually assault 24 women, you only get... You don't get a whole... You or, get 11 games. Or knock your uh, wife out in a Yeah, if you get domestic, domestic violence, you're good. Uh, What the fuck was his name? The first like openly gay football player, he was basically like essentially blacklisted. 
basically. Uh, Sam. Sam uh, Guy? I don't know if it's Guy. I can't fucking remember right now. Yeah, but yeah, he was basically... It's know. Sam something, right? Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. maybe his last name was Sam. I forget. I played for Dallas. I don't fucking know. Yeah, and he played for the Rams, too. Okay. Um, but yeah, he kind of got fucked. Yeah. Just because public opinion, and that's kind of yeah. shitty. Yeah, but yeah, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, he got six-game suspension, but he only had one Michael Sam against him. Michael Sam, yes. Sounds like the serial killer. <laughs> it does. But yeah, Ben Roethlisberger got six games for one accusation, which, you know, whatever. But, and even then... And that, that one was a little more into it, because I think he actually got charged with something, too, on that one. I want to say. I don't remember I don't remember much. enough about that one. I'd yeah. love to... I don't give a fuck about Ben Roethlisberger, either. I don't like him. Even other... Not because of that. I just don't like him. You, he's, he's a, he, well, he's AFC, right? Yeah. That's probably why. Maybe on him. And he's a... Is he retired yet? Yeah, he retired this last off <laughs> Fucking that took way too long. I know. Oh my God. Real respecter of women. <laughs> no hints of sarcasm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. It, it is just... It's kind of gross that like leagues are allowed to basically pick and choose who they do and don't punish yeah. for the same shit. Like, the fact that Deshaun Watson or Ray Rice would ever be able to... Or the fact that uh, Ray... Lewis. Yeah. Was ever able to enter back into the NFL Fucking blows killed somebody. Literally. And he just had one of his friends take the fall. That's fucked up. <sighs> How much money do you have to get in order to take a fall for Enough a to take care of your family for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I guess. That's all it is. Yeah. And hey, put some money on my bucks a couple times a year, motherfucker. Other than that, this man fucking murdered somebody, and then he was a born again Christian and shit. And fucking Aaron Hernandez didn't have the brains to fucking have one of his buddies do that shit. It's because his shit was scrambled because of CTE. <laughs> yeah, that's. Fair. And he was a thug. He was legitimately he, yeah. fucking gangster. Well, and there's two murders. Yeah, not just one. Yeah, like, he was about that shit. Yeah. He wasn't a fucking fraud. At that's what for sure. point do you make that decision in your life, though? You're a fucking New England patriot. I don't think that crossed his mind. He's too deep into a lifestyle to where he's like, fuck it. I just, I just don't get how you can have that kind of fame. This they podcast s- went on off in a different direction, so we'll just keep going. That's fine. Um, they say a lot. I watched the documentary. They say a lot of his aggression and a lot of his insecurity insecurities, which turned into aggression, was due to the fact that he might have been gay himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in high school he wanted to be a cheerleader, well, but his dad wouldn't let him. Like his dad, like threatened him and shit. Well, don't you think that he would have enjoyed prison more and not have done what he did afterwards? Then, not necessarily. Um, I'm sure there's a lot going on through his mind at that oh, point. Yeah, I, I, I'm. It was yeah. definitely not serious about that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, and he he had a really bad relationship with his mom too. It is wild. It's another thing that just blows my mind. Like people in positions of fame and power that completely overstep their boundaries. Like uh, I don't know enough about it, but you remember Phil Spector? Yeah. In that murder case, shit like that. And then, um, I mean, obviously we've already gone over Chris Benoit. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> like. Why? To finally get where you've worked so hard your entire fucking life to be, 
and then you throw it away for well, something Well, Chris Benoit stupid. also had CTE. Yes. They said his brain resembled that of an 88-year-old Alzheimer's yep. patient. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Hernandez was that bad. Junior Seau, who killed himself. Yeah. To and, have his, like, brain research done. That was, like, one of the first cases. Yeah. He, he shot himself in, in the, the chest, chest yep. to it's prevent like, damaging his yep. brain. Yep. Which is fucking insane. It's fucking insane. But at least he didn't hurt anybody else in the process. Yeah. Like, that, these other fuckers are fucking killing me. As much as I fucking hate suicide, and I think it's one of, like, I understand. I, I don't want anybody to think I'm not fucking sensitive, sensitive to, to it. it. But I think it's one of the most selfish actions someone can do. Yep. But even with that being said, with sort of your say out, like, at least you can have some sort of, like, admiration towards him because he didn't fucking try to take anybody else out. And as backwards as it is, it was semi-altruistic because he wanted to also help other people with it. Yeah, because he knew... He was at a point where he knew he was going to be fucked anyway. Yeah. His brain was so fucked. So he's like, might as well just research this shit. Because he was real... He's seeing that there's a bunch of guys like that. Oh, yeah. So there had to be a reason why. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there are certain people that, like, aren't even able to really have, like, a sustainable life after leaving the NFL, especially back then. Oh, yeah. Because the hits you take were... Well, there a there was less protection, mm-hmm. and b l- the way that it was cared for was a lot different too. Yeah. So and that's people say that's what Antonio Brown has CTE because of all the shit he's pulling, all the shit he does, and it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because he wasn't ever really like that back in the day. It wasn't like that until he got hit by Vontez Burfict, um, full speed. Antonio Brown caught a ball, and Vontez Burfict came full speed and shoulder to the helmet. Boom. His head went completely sideways and back. Oh. Not now. Oh. Ever since that, you can tell there's a difference. That's fucking nuts. That's just real. Can you think of anybody else, like big stories, like CTE wise? Um, I can't think of any other ones. Because Christopher Wall has to be the biggest, right? Yeah, that that would be my guess. Do you think CTE would play into anything with uh, OJ? I don't know. Maybe. I'm like he's because he's kind of weird too. He he is a strange. Fuck. Uh, what was that thing he posted last year on Twitter that everybody freaked out about? Oh, where he said that he doesn't like to go to L.A. because he could be sitting next to whoever did it. There's that, but there was another one. There was, I think it might have actually even been this year after the Jada and Will shit. Oh, God. At the Oscars, there was something then, but there was another one. He does, he posts some wild shit. Oh, yeah. It's... And he was talking about Deshaun Watson, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he was, like, standing up for him, though. (laughs) And then uh, you have you have that fucking book he wrote. Uh, uh, if, if I did it. it, I'm like, what the fuck? Are you? And you see the interview like it was like in the it's like must have been a couple years after the fact. This interviewer went to the home and then like she was looking for him and he pops open the door and he has a knife and he goes, ee, ee, ee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck kind of idiot? Insane, bro. Like oh. Jo- J. Jovan Belcher, 
Let's see. On the weekend of December 1st, 2012, NFL fans learned that Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Jamon Belcher had shot his girlfriend and then himself, leaving behind a young daughter. Oh. He was just 25 years old. Over a year after the incident, Belcher's family had his remains exhumed and requested a brain to be examined for size of serious brain trauma. With the results of the test were not released to the public, many speculated that mental illness may have played a part. In late September 2014, several reports were released stating that Belcher had indeed suffered from CTE. Yeesh. Yeah, Christopher Wall's number one. <laughs> yeah, that one's not surprising. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, mean, I, f- I feel bad even laughing because it's not a funny fucking situation. It's just we've talked about it a lot of times. Yeah, and that is it's still just it's one case that just blows my fucking mind. Yep. Um, though there's actually a football player. His name is Everson Griffin. Mm-hmm. He's a defensive tackle. He played for the Vikings. Um, I want to say it was this last off season. There was a video of him in bed holding a gun, and his eyes are just wide, wide fucking open, and he's like saying, "There's someone in my house," like fucking freaking the fuck out. And he huh. called nine one one on himself, and it turns out he just had a fucking bad mental breakdown. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's those are the scary. There's so there's like emotional breakdowns, and there's breakdowns where you're like, you seem like you're fucking insane for a little bit. Damn. Yeah. That shit's rough, dude. Yeah. And I would never wish that, even on my worst enemy, like, that's just fucking torture. Yeah. It's... Ugh. Speaking of, like, crime and true crime and, like, murder and shit like that, though, did you listen to the most recent episode of Sword and Scale? What episode? One plus 119? I forget. Um... About the brothers? Oh, no, I didn't listen to it yet. Fuck, I won't spoil it for you then. It's actually a really good one. Is it it's wild? Be, it's been a while. Okay. Like, I actually, like, felt for the killer Okay. on that one. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. And I don't like saying that I, like, sympathize with anybody who's killed somebody, but, like, at the same time, like... Can you give me a preview? Um... Drama between brothers. One of them dies. Okay. That's okay. the easiest way to say it, but then there's so much more gross shit that goes into it. Like, really? It's bad. Okay. Let's check that one out. I recently just, you know, the podcast is called Morbid. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's like two chicks. They talk about true crime stuff. Uh, they were talking about this one. It's like the Lululemon murders. <laughs> what? Yeah. This uh, chick, these two chicks, they worked at Lululemon, and I guess they had this policy to where. At the end of every shift, you're supposed to check employees' bags or something in case to see they stole something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the employee who was doing the check checked it on the bag of this woman. Her name was Brittany something. And uh, she got caught with something, I guess. So she retaliated and killed the chick in the back room at Lululemon. Like, stabbed, like, beat her to death, stabbed her like 300-something times. Jesus Christ. And ended up stabbing her, like, in the brainstem basically and that's oh. what they killed her and yeah it was fucked up that's fucking but look wrong. that one up if you want lululemon murder i'm gonna i'll, I'll type that shit in real quick so yeah. i don't forget there's even a crime scene photo oh that's fucking rough <laughs> a lot of blood i could be telling it a little off but that's basically the gist of it lululemon murders ya yeah, boy um I see one photo in the hallway, just blood. Yep. Um, I think that's like the main one. 
Oh, I don't see any other ones just yet. Yeah, but... so the chick on the left is the one who got killed. Okay. And that's the hallway. Jesus. That is a lot She of fucking, fucking rage blood. killed her. I couldn't imagine ever being that mad at somebody. Like, I get pissed when someone, like, punches me. And, like, you have the urge to punch somebody back. Like, yeah. I completely understand that. But, like, going full fucking ham I mean, on somebody. Jeez. <laughs> Going full ham on somebody like that just blows my mind because it's like, that never crosses my mind. If someone pisses me off, my first thought isn't, hey, I need to go fucking beat the shit out of them. What my first thought is like, if I need to get some stress out, at worst, I'll be like, I need to go punch a wall. Yeah. But even then, I haven't done that in years. What I would rather do is I would like to go get my bow, go to the range and unload for a bit. Yeah. That's easy for me. Like, yeah. it's healthy Er. Than murder or an assault charge or something like that. Like, yeah. I don't get that view of escalation in someone's brain. And it really fascinates me because, like, I feel, and I, I don't know, it sounds stupid to say it, like, about myself, but I feel like I'm a pretty level-headed person when yeah. it comes to how to control my anger. I don't know where I got it from because more and more and more, I see both of my parents, if they get angry in the slightest... It's over. They cannot drop it. Yeah. And my my wife is the same way. Like, I'm like, hey, we need, to, like, if me and her are fighting, I'm like, hey, we need to drop it. We'll talk about it later. Like, we don't need to do this in front of people. And it just keeps going and going. And I'm like, there's no separation for a lot of people in those situations where it's like, I can turn it off and we can talk about this in 20 minutes. Just or something. Can't. They just got to fucking yeah. go rage mode. It's boom, boom. I don't give a fuck. Who knows what our issues are? Everyone's going to know by the time I'm done. I feel like I'm a lot more level-headed in that situation where I'm like, I can be pissed off, and I may even show, like, hey, I'm a little irritated, Yeah, but I can at least hold my shit in for a few minutes to be like, I got to get out of this situation or just separate. Right. Where, like, I have family members and friends that would follow someone, like, probably, like, two miles in a car if they cut them off just to go, like, fucking fight them. Yeah. Like, you, that type of shit. It's hard to do that now, because you never know. You can just get shot. Well, I can't tell you how many fucking episodes of Sword and Scale are just yep. that. Yeah, People, road rage episodes where someone follows somebody, and then they get out of their car, and they get fucking capped immediately. It's like that one where that couple was following, was mainly the dude following that, like, Hispanic family. Yeah, and he had his grandkid in the back. Yeah, and then that guy pulled a gun out, and as that guy's running away, he shot him in the back. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're done there. Right, yeah. <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, dude, it just blows my mind. <laughs> and then you have like the ones <laughs> where, uh, it's, it's not funny. I don't, it's fucked up, but that 4th of July one where he killed oh, like, mean, a like, bunch of his neighbors. His neighbor. Yeah. It's because, like a block party because they reported his emotional support chickens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, are you serious? It's fucking CTE, insane. CTE maybe. Uh, something dude. It's wow you got that guy the old guy who shot that guy in the movie theater oh because he was mad that he had his phone out or something and the movie hadn't even fucking started yeah and then what really did it is when that dude like threw popcorn at the old man yeah he says throw popcorn at me everybody else heard it he's like no i didn't say that shit and he's all bow bow yeah. i'm like three times or i think it was like, like three I'm times like, are yeah. you fucking serious oh my god he was just defending himself against the popcorn <laughs> i thought he had something i'm like <laughs> he, he threw popcorn at you like he unloaded that's a quick fucking draw to just popcorn bam like it yeah. doesn't fucking make sense and now that guy's fucked yeah 
and he, he was only he was already like 70 something yeah I'm he like, threw this like retirement years away for fucking what yep popcorn doesn't get to see his grandkids anymore doesn't get to see like that's just fucking rough yep. his daughter was getting ready to get married yep like idiot the damage to your family let alone you because you can't control your anger like it's a fucking phone in a movie theater does it bother me yes i'm not gonna fucking tell somebody anything yeah like if it really bothered me that much i'd leave and ask for a refund and go try to watch the movie again yeah like i know it's passive aggressive and it's like fucking stupid and it doesn't do anything to them to where they learn but it's not worth it anymore like do confrontation with most people in this world is not worth it no it's kind of funny uh we, i forgot what movie i was seeing but i was with my mom and my sister and the dude directly in front of my mom just pulled the phone out like mid-movie just bright screen bright all the way up lit all the way up and my mom goes <clears throat> like loud as fuck and the guy puts it down and then he does it again like 10 minutes later she does it even louder <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, like, and I've had people sit there and just full time, and I'm just, just like, that he, he takes his phone out, insane. Yeah, like oh I, I even I get mad at my wife when she tries to whisper to me too much when I'm at the movie, but I can say something because she's my wife. Like, it, it, whereas, like, if it's somebody I don't know, I'm not gonna test the waters with somebody in the fucking dark when no one can see each other. Yeah, you don't know what they have on. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck's going. on I don't on. want them to whip their dick out. And, Threaten me with it or something Just, like. You <laughs> <laughs> back up. Uh, uh. Nah, uh, not for me. Yeah, you just never know now because people seem to not not care as yeah. about anything. So. Like, it's just another one of those things. Like, it just fascinates me the balls people have to just tell people anything. Yeah, it's 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 bananas. Yeah, so it's wild. It's bananas. B a n a n a s. If it wasn't for that song. 90% of America wouldn't know how to spell banana. Yep. Also, in Bruce Almighty, when he basically spells that beautiful. It's how I remember e- e- forever. <laughs> yeah. That is, it. I couldn't figure it out for the longest time until I watched that movie. Yep. And then after that, it was just like, boom. Yep. Like, phonetic shit like that just helps so much. Oh, yeah. That sounded so hot. My ear itches <laughs> so bad. I don't know why. Oh, fuck. Uh, that's fair. Mine's been doing that this week too, but I, I think it's because I've been playing music too loud. I think I have diabetes. D- Isn't that a fucking thing? I mean, diabetes is a thing. <laughs> well, like a symptom is like itchy ear. I mean, so is like frequent urination. Okay. I don't know about itchy ear. No, it's not. Oh, like uh, if your foot's tingly, that's that could be a sign. Well, my foot's tingly right now, but that's because well, it's like asleep. Yeah. But if like your feet just get like tingly out of nowhere, it could be a sign. Cause like that's a lot of people like have like fucked up feet or they have to get amputated. Yeah, I had an uncle lose both of his feet. Damn, dude. I know multiple people who have lost their feet, and I don't want this to sound disrespectful at all. But like, at what point do you just start taking care of yourself? That's my main thing about a lot of shit. A lot of people's health conditions or whatever could be solved if they just fucking take care yeah. of themselves i'm not talking about people with als or shit like that like yeah the people who have can prevent yeah it's like it's like having aids now and not taking the pills to help yourself yeah like to the point where like medicine for hiv and aids now is so advanced that no you can't cure it but you can basically make it to where you can have unprotected sex because it is untraceable yeah that's insane mm-hmm. you couldn't do that 30 years ago couldn't do that 10 years ago yeah it's insane because you used to have to take like a smorgasbord, like a charcuterie board of yeah. fucking pills a day. 
Now it's one. Yep. It's nuts. So that doesn't make sense to me. People not taking care of themselves because of diabetes doesn't make sense to me. Gout, I give people a little bit more free reign because flare-ups happen. Gout. And your ankles get really big. Oh, dude. I had a customer come in with gout tonight, and I felt so fucking bad for him. He showed me the difference between his ankles. Oh, it was like two-inch difference. Damn, boy. It was scary. Um, Yeah, that that shit's never made sense to me. Yeah, I know. But to each their own, I suppose. Uh, do you have anything left for this episode of the podcast, sir? Uh, Theo Vaughn is coming. Oh shit! When I will uh, buy a ticket. October the first show is already sold out. Uh, he added a later time. October what? Uh, I forget what. Because if it, it's fifth before the eighth, I can't. Fourteenth. <gasps> oh, fuck my life! I can't go to two shows two days in a row and get away with it. Damn, dude. Because that's you. I probably sold out by now anyway. Yeah. Because I got to go to that Mega Death and Five Finger Death Punch concert on the 15th of October. Don't look at me like that. I don't like your attitude, okay? you. They just came up with a new album. You better fucking familiarize yourself with it. I'm not going to familiarize myself with anything. They're going to play a couple of their songs that I know, and that'll be where I draw the line. You don't have to lie to kick it. No, dude. I haven't heard. You don't have to lie to kick it. I don't think I've heard anything. What was the one after American Capitalist? Uh, It was... The wrong side of heaven. I think that was the last like time I really heard that shit. That and House of the Rising Sun. Okay. Which I do still dig that song. Uh, Let's see what this new album sounds like. Uh Oh. It doesn't sound new. It sounds like the same shit they've been doing forever. (laughs) So I mean, like it tough is what guy it is. lyrics, overly dramatic lyrics. <laughs> I mean, Come what? at me, bro! Lyrics. <laughs> Isn't that like most metal though? No. I mean, yeah, but it's very like overdone. I mean, I, I, it is overdone. It's very like theatrical. Yeah, I, I get what you're I saying. I hate the fans. I don't hate the fans. I don't like the fans. <laughs> A lot of the fans. Most of the fans. <laughs> they can suck my cock. I don't even know because you know how people get like tattoos of bands on them yeah this feels really hypocritical of me to say but that just feels like too far really yeah the only tattoo of a band I'm getting is uh the Tribal S with Slipknot I don't know if you've seen their logo oh yeah the Tribal See, S I've always wanted that since I was like a kid I can make sense of that because yeah. it's a band that's been around for years yeah but I'm talking like you remember Fuse, that TV channel? Yeah. They had a show all about bad tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was mostly people covering up, like, tattoos they got of a band that they don't like anymore. Yeah. Like, shit like that. Like, if it's, like, a band like Metallica that has, like, a catalog, and you like all of it, and they really can't do anything to fuck up your opinion, that makes sense. I considered doing that with Linkin Park years ago. Now... I don't think I could do that with like almost anybody. Like I love bands like a day to remember and stuff like that. But like there's no band I'm passionate enough about to do that with. Are you glad you didn't get the Linkin Park one? Yes. Okay. Even though I think I'd be more willing to do it now, but if I would do it, I would do the updated version they've done since Chester passed away. Okay. Cause it's uh, like attached to the L and the P. Now it's more like a hexagon, but there's a section of it missing. 
for him. Okay. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Okay. Other than that, I don't think I would do that for any other yeah, band. Yeah, Slipknot's the only band I'm like, I would do that for. Yeah. Linkin Park is probably the only one for me. Okay. Uh, but then, like I said, I, it, it sounds super judgmental because I can 100% see how like a band or something means that much to you. I mean, I fucking got comic book characters all over my fucking arm, so it's the same shit. Yeah. Just, but if I see someone with a five finger death punch tattoo, I'll just laugh at I, I have seen more five finger death punch, five finger death punch, and strange music tattoos than anything. That else. really it, it irks me so bad. I know. I'm like, I know too many people closely that have yeah. those tattoos. I can't, dude. I can't. It's wild. I can't. I, I got to tell you about some embarrassing tattoos that I know on people uh, after we're done with the podcast. Okay. All right. So my name is Anthony Stevens. My name is Damien Leva. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, subscribe. We really appreciate it. It helps us reach out to other viewers, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.